Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Brown Sugar Express, an hour of discussion, introspection, and an ear tickle of music. I am Rain. And I am Mache. All, All aboard! Well, today we're having a little bit of a purple hangover yeah. since we just celebrated the purple one's birthday, better known as Prince Rogers Nelson. <laughs> so today we are still... Um, celebrating him musically so just keep your ears ready so yes we are going to give you a bit of a purple ear tickle but i want to ask how are you doing today michelle i'm doing great you know it's a beautiful day outside the yes, sun is indeed. shining and i feel great and i feel i feel good so i miss prince that's oh, for sure absolutely. So I'm, I'm glad we kind of doing a little touch it up on him today to um you know, to give him a little bit of an honorable mention. Absolutely. And I have to tell y'all, this it was a very difficult task trying to find things that we were going to feature because yeah. his catalog expands four decades, y'all. That's a lot of music, y'all. Do you realize how much... And then he's yes. got music that hadn't even been exactly. released yet. The Vault, like how much of that stuff is magic? You know what I mean? Exactly. And I know that's going to be available on title, am I correct? I think so. Yep. Which brings me into one thing that I noticed that they were talking about recently, about um, Jay-Z being the first rap artist that is a billionaire. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And just doing his investments. And I was listening on another podcast where they were talking about all the things that he was investing in. And I'm like, okay, so not only is he an amazing artist, but he's amazing um Businessman, business so yep. kudos to you, Jay-Z, on that. Yes, yeah, this is our Did You Notice segment, by the way, guys. And um, if you haven't noticed the information that was shared about Jay-Z, we're going to let you know about it right here. And so that, that I did notice that, I saw that. And he also, what I did see too, is he invested in a vegan company, a black-owned vegan company. Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, it said the, the number, the amount of money that he invested in, but I think that was amazing. Um, cause I, I read that Beyonce is starting to kind of go vegan a little bit Okay. with some, the way that she's kind of changed up her diet or something like that. They're really kind of pushing for people to kind of eat healthier in that way. So his, his, um, his venture into that is, is cool. Pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see. Oh, okay. So he's using multiple incomes to build up legacy and this is definitely mm-hmm. a part of his life story. Yes. And speaking of life stories... <laughs> Here's my other thing that I noticed. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if some of you may have seen a lot of the controversy about the Bobby DeBarge story that's coming up. <laughs> my thing that I noticed was the horrible, horrible costuming. Mm. Now, some people were saying, well, it's not that big of a deal. You should pay attention to the music. Well, naturally, I'm going to pay attention to the music. But I still feel like, especially a family as talented as the Barges, yeah. you should give them the respect of making sure that they're costumed correctly and not just throwing wigs. <laughs> Recently, there, um, the actor who played Bobby DeBarge himself was talking about a lot of the Twitter comments and all of that that was mm-hmm. coming over. Mm-hmm. So even he's understanding that. Even he's aware of it. So I'm just saying whoever was in charge of design for that, for that movie, mm-hmm. you didn't do a good job. So I'm, was he in agreement with, with what everyone was saying on Twitter about the, the travesty of the design of the clothing and costuming and stuff the well, actor 
Well, not necessarily in agreement, but uh-huh. I think he was understanding where a lot of the people were coming from. Okay. And, of course, his thing was, I just hope you guys pay attention to how I play. Now, now oh. I've seen the previews. I haven't even seen And I have to admit that, yeah, he does a good job of capturing the emotions. But then, once again, if you're going to truly respect, respect the look, respect the whole thing. Right. I'll say probably one movie where this was done wonderfully, it was Ray. The way that Jamie Foxx tried to capture the essence of who Ray Charles was and capture the essence of who he was about. And let me see, who else can I think of? Well, the new edition story. The one that made it to TV One. Uh, no, what, what, oh, was that BET? BET. That was excellent. I'm, that. I'm waiting for that to come out on DVD, actually. Oh, yeah. Because so I love that. Was an, they did an excellent job with the new edition story. Exactly. The three part, six hour. Yes. Wow. That was amazing. And one thing I think that was a factor was because of the fact that there was input from the actual people. Right. Each person had input on how they were portrayed. And I think that's another part of the controversy is I don't think I think it was his Bobby Bobby DeBarge's ex wife and someone else that was doing the story, so they didn't get the full approval or input of the rest of the of siblings. The family. Okay. Which okay. is another part that is concerned. Right. Now what is that gonna be showing on? What what uh that station will, or if network? I'm not mistaken, that will be on T V one and that will be on the twenty eighth of June. Okay. All right. Because I did see a lineup or, you know, the highlight, but I hadn't looked into it further to see. Okay. Uh, but I did see some of the, the pictures and the wigs and stuff. It's like, oh, okay, yes. all righty. Okay. Well, um, I have a did you notice. Okay. For those who are in Facebook land, and you don't even have to be in, on Facebook to have seen this. If you just have TV and you watch America's Got Talent, ah. there was this episode. I may have been the first episode of the season. Don't quote me on that because I'm... I don't have regular TV, so I don't watch it until it comes on Hulu. And I think it might have been the first episode, though. But anyway, there was this autistic and blind man. 20 mm. years old? 22 years old? Yes. Cody Lee. Ah. You guys, if you have not seen it or have not noticed what happened, he got on that stage with his mom. And I'm talking about autistic and blind, right? He played the piano. He sat down at that piano Played and sung a song for you by Downey Hathaway, mm. and honey, he blew everybody away. I I was in tears, and I've watched the video probably about five or six times by now. <laughs> and I had to share it. I was like, if that thing when I shared, it, I was like, if you don't watch nothing else for the rest of the week, rest of the day, rest of the month, you know, <laughs> watch this. Let one. this inspire you. Yes. And I want to try to play a little clip of it, um, if I can, pull it up and see. But you guys, so Gabrielle Union, this is her first time um, judging on America's Got Talent. And she ended up giving him the golden buzzer. And so that means he automatically goes to Hollywood. Which makes it even more amazing. Yeah, which makes it even more amazing. So I'm going to play a little bit of it so that you guys can um, hear what was done how old are you i am 22 years old who are you miss who are you i'm mom oh hi Hi, tina how are you so what are you gonna do here for us today
I'm gonna sing a song for you on the piano. I love it. Tina, tell us a little bit about Cody. in my life and time I sung a lot of songs and I made some bad runs I've acted out my life in stages 10,000 people watching yeah we're alone now and I'm singing this song Okay, guys, that was a clip. I want to play the whole thing, but you have to go watch it. Like, pull up AGT Cody Lee, I think it's K O D I L E E, um, to be able to watch the whole clip because see the people's expressions, hear him finish the song. Beautiful voice, wasn't it beautiful? Rain, absolutely. What I liked is the fact that he captured Donnie, he captured the essence of what the song was about, but then he still brought his own personality to it, right? So, I was like you, um, I was blown away Mm -hmm. with the spirit, with the soul of how he took in the song and to be 20 to be that young 22 Mm -hmm. and to be able to get a song like that which is part of what forums like this is about right to understand that right so i just think that that's my um contribution to the to our did you notice segment and i want to say that if that didn't inspire you i don't think you have a soul Yeah, I'm just gonna be straight up with you. I have honey, to agree, <laughs> baby. Boom! I'm, I'm talking about every time I watch that, I have yeah. I have tears. It was just it was amazing. Now, what's so funny in my mind? I was thinking you have a hole in your soul, but you took it to another level. <laughs> I you said you don't I just, have a soul. I just, took, I just snatched the whole soul from them. They just yes. don't. They ain't got no soul at all. If you don't, if you didn't. If that didn't. If that didn't touch you, but um, but no, seriously. Well, I was serious about that too, but. Uh, very very inspirational and you can't and then uh, just a word or a note on autism Mm. Um, that's a very uh, it needs to you know more people need to be aware of that and there's so many different levels of autism and there's so many different um, uh, ways that people are affected by it and there's so many different talents that are hidden within an autistic person that you don't know because you see one thing you see Mm -hmm. this autistic person you feel like they can't they can't do nothing when they have this sharp sharp knowledge on so many other things and so this is just one example you know of of just this he's got this beautiful voice and he was playing the piano y'all he sat down at the piano and played the hell out that piano yes he did the hell out that song and i mean i'm sorry but i just it was just it was inspirational yeah he he definitely very inspirational so you have to you just we just have to be careful how we how we treat people and how we judge people yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. I think, and that's what I took from that. You know, so um, underestimating people because of one thing that they don't that that they may not have compared to the rest of the general population. That exactly. means nothing. That no, means not nothing. So yeah, very inspirational. And of course, the beautiful thing is he didn't place any limitation on himself. Yeah, that's that's a huge. And thing. that is definitely another. Because it does effect. start within. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're ready for our playlist mood. 
Yes. What about you, Rain? You think yes, you're ready? Yes, I am definitely ready for that. We have a few, few things to show y'all to let y'all Yes, we do. <laughs> and, and just a disclaimer, we do not own the rights to any of this music that we are playing. Once on again, this we do not own the rights <laughs> to the music that we are playing on this podcast. Make that very clear. All right. So, Michelle, I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. You going to let me start first? Yes. You going to let me start, start first? Yes, you start first. Okay, Rain. Come on then. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. So, we did talk about uh, we going to give you a little purple hangover. Yes. Oh, to Prince. Oh, my gosh. So, there was like a million and three songs, right? That Prince... <laughs> At least. <laughs> um. But my absolute favorite, and those of you who know me personally, and you know you got to know me personally, just follow me a little bit on Facebook or social media. Prince, there's this one song that he has that he's done. That's my absolute favorite song, period, of all time. So I'm gonna give y'all a little taste of that while I get it ready over here. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. I I love Prince. I miss him so much. I miss his contribution to the society, um, just who he was as a person, as a musician, as a philanthropist. Yes. Um, he did a lot of things too that that no one really knew about. True. You know. True. That came out later, but um, yeah. So here's my little clip of my absolute favorite song, favorite Prince song, and then absolute favorite song. This song is deep, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into that in just a minute. Let me let y'all hear a little bit of it. Took me a lot to stop that song. (laughs) 
So talk to us we about giving, it. We giving y'all clips, y'all, on this show here. We ain't playing fool stuff, but y'all gonna get a taste. And then the goal is that y'all get, get enough uh, thirst in y'all's ear that you go search for the song and play the whole song. Absolutely. So tell us your story yeah, about so, this one. He's the the most the what hits me on this song, I think the best line is if God one day struck me blind, mm-hmm. your beauty I'd still see. Okay. That's deep. Yeah, definitely. For someone to be beautiful, you see someone and they're beautiful, we usually we, we do we we do say, Okay, that's how someone looks. But mm-hmm. beauty is it is it does come from within. Yeah. And so to be able to see someone's beauty without seeing them. It's like you're viewing them from your soul. Oh, baby. And that's that's, that's the deepest kind of love. This is true. That is so so deep for this me, you true. know, when we're talking about um that type of oh man. So yeah, I, there's a lot I really could say about this song, but I do want to pinpoint that favorite line for me. Okay. And then adore. So now it started making me think of the word when you say I love you, but then if someone says I adore you, well, gosh, is a door. Now, we know love is deep mm-hmm. and love is above all things and everything. But that word adore just just puts it on a different level. And, yeah, it does. Um, and this is just my most, this is my favorite song from Prince. So I really, really enjoy that. And that's from his album, Sign of the Times, for those who may not have known that. So just a little, little help for you there if you're trying to look for the song. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's my playlist mood. Okay. So what you got, Rain? Well, mine is from the 1999 album, and it is free. And part of it is because, once again, we take for granted being free. Being free in mind, being free in spirit, and just knowing that, hey, you have that within you. Like you were saying, the beauty comes from within, adoration comes within, but the freedom also comes within as well. So it's kind of like, be glad to know that, and be glad for that. So that was one of the things that I definitely like about this song. And then once you once this clip finishes playing, I'm going to tell you, um, this song is kind of a dedication to um, kind of a special little girl here in Houston. And if you're from Houston, you know what I'm talking about. But I'll talk more about that after the clip.
Alrighty, and that is in remembrance of little baby Malaya. You are in heaven's arms, little princess, and you are definitely free. Yeah. So I had to do, um, that song just kind of came to mind when I thought about her. And I said, you know what, that's a perfect song that can be applied anywhere. So that's part of why, well, the song was already special to me. But when I thought about that, the song is even more special now. Mm-hmm. So rest in heaven and rest in your freedom, baby Malaya. Wow. That's good. I like that. I'm going to listen to that whole song later and be thinking of okay. Malaya. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Now you have another one, too, that you wanted to mention on the playlist move. Ah, yes. A bonus it's Kind track. of a bonus one. Now, in addition to Prince and some of the others that we've lost... I was just thinking about just good music. You know, when you can listen to videos, going back to Soul Train, like we were talking about on the other episodes. And I'm like, man, I just miss music, man. Just the way that we interacted with them. Just the way that we enjoyed it. Just the artistry. Right. And, you know, I will continue to say this. Sadly, these generations following us will never ever have other artists that have the longevity because once again i mean the guy that we're honoring today prince i mean his music spans over four decades and sadly a lot of the artists of today are not going to have their longevity right so hopefully if we have more platforms like this and others where we can do that then we can bring some music back but in the meantime man i just simply miss music so that is um miss monica she's gonna tell you a little bit about that all right, here we go. I miss Michael and Whitney and Tina and Jane and the Fugees and Lauren. I miss Kurt Cobain. I miss Stevie. I wonder would things be the same? I miss music. Hey, hey. I miss watching the countdown with videos play. I miss one love imagine if purple still reigns. I miss TLC, Aerosmith, Biggie and Sting. I miss music, hey, hey. Oh, 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 oh. What am I gonna sing to? Wow. So there you have it. Just the people that she listed. Kurt Cobain, um, Aerosmith, and then of course she gives a little holler to the purple one and then just the two people that she started out with, Michael and Whitney, OMG. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. those two powerhouses right there. So, of course, once again, when I was just saying I miss music, I'm like, okay, let me find that song. And sure enough, so she tells the story right there. Right. Definitely. That does take you back, though. Kind of like you think about all those people. There's, there's you know, people that have gone. They're they're gone now. And so yes. we don't have, we have the music. Sure. But those Man, you want them to still be here. I don't know. It's just crazy. They're, you do. We've, we've been losing so many 
iconic musicians. Definitely. Well, not only them, but I guess maybe their work ethic mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. longevity. Yeah, and that's yeah, the thing yeah. that concerns me. And that's part of why I always say I almost feel a sadness right. for the generation coming after us because, unfortunately, I just don't think that they're going to know that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a different vibe these days. It's yes. not the same. Even the sharing of music is not the same. Because yeah. Yeah. I will never forget... Um, like when my brother Carlton brought home a Stevie album and songs in the key of life. And I remember I opened it up and I was looking through it mm-hmm. and he was just allowing me to share it, oh, just man. allowing me to do that. But now that's a Stevie classic. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then, like, look, if somebody had a little Walkman, man, you need to hear this, you need mm-hmm. to hear that. You just don't see that anymore. You just don't see that. So we don't even share music the same. That's true. Anymore. And talking about when you get the albums and even the CDs, when you have the booklet to look at. Yes. I would read every word and behind that album and mm-hmm. and take out the, the booklet, you mm-hmm. know, or the, you know, the list of songs. And a lot of times the songs would have the lyrics to them written yes. down inside in Definitely. the little, the sleeve or whatever. Yes. So, yeah, I do kind of miss that part of it. Absolutely. Everything is so, you know, with, with technology, everything's so technological now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's definitely a different different kind of feel. So, Monica, we hear you. We miss music, too. Yeah, we miss music, too, Monica. Definitely. All right. So, moving on to our next segment, Brown Sugar Question of the Day. Ah, okay. So, I think, Rain, we had our question of the day. Who... Which artist should get a biopic made? Yes. And we're, and you mentioned earlier Ray. Yes. How Ray had the movie. Jamie Foxx played Ray mm. phenomenally. Absolutely. To a freaking T. <laughs> yes, he did. So that was a very good production of, of, um, of Ray showing Ray's life, life and all that stuff. And then he actually got Ray's blessing. And he got Ray's blessing. That's that makes it even better. Yes, that makes it so much better to have the biopic made, and then have where someone's still living. Yes, too, so that you can get the blessing, and you can get the stories from them, and you can get the pointers or the little maybe details that you want to include in the movie. Mm -hmm. So, my answer to that question would be Smokey Robinson. Ah, okay. There's been a lot of movies and TV shows about Motown. Mm -hmm. You know, Temptations and Diana Ross and them. and just all the different groups, and but I think there, I don't think there's been one that focuses on Smokey, right? That focuses on him and his point of view and how he came and how he started and how he just his story. And yeah. I think that would be awesome. Who would play it? I don't know. That's still something for me to think about. Oh, or yeah, to be. I didn't think. I didn't think that deep about it. You know, to answer the question for today. But and I not think, Terrence Howard. I mean, no shade, but come on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> You I'm sorry. like you know who you don't want to. So right. I'm sorry, Michelle. I had to step in to say that. Oh. Like, no, not Terrence, please. please. Okay, so uh, please. Rain said not Terrence Howard, y'all. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that'd be a really good, um, you know, good biopic to make. And I mean, I'm, we talking about in the movie theaters, y'all. We're not talking about a TV show or something. We're talking no, about actually at the, the movies. movies, like how yes. Ray was at the movies. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Smokey, that's my that's my input for that one. What about okay. you, Rain? What you think? For me, it would be Bob Marley because his Ooh, music was just so deep. It's a good one. And then I would just like to get a better view of the interaction with him and Peter Tosh and just how all of that 
came about and I know that he was very political so and I know some of those things are still a mystery as far mm -hmm. as the controversy behind all that but just maybe to answer those questions mm -hmm. and just see what what was he looking at when he wrote the music how was he feeling when he wrote the music and um, I would definitely love to see that him um, Peter Tosh and let me see what's another one Oh, Bunny Whaler, because they were all a part mm. of the Whalers. Oh, okay, Just yeah, to yeah, see yeah. All of those. Now, I did see something where Andre three thousand. Yes. Was I don't know if it's happened already or not. He's supposed to be playing Bob Marley in something, but I think it might have been TV. There's some type of buzz. Yeah, but you were saying like a TV movie, but I'm talking like in theaters. Yeah, yeah. In theaters. Yeah, see the Rastaman and Big Silver Screen. Uh -huh, that would be so cool. Uh -huh. Cool, cool. So maybe we'll get to see these happen before too long. Oh yeah, hopefully. You know, maybe someone will hear our podcast and oh, that's a good idea. We or I've been maybe somebody's working on it already. You know what? You never know. That's true. And I'm talking about for the movies, y'all. Again, for the movies, exactly. Never can be on TV, but for a movie, movie. Go exactly. Yeah, like something you would see in the preview. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Oh, and before we get off of that, um, there's been a few other movies that have been very good. Oh, yeah. That you mentioned. Or, um, we were talking about uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yes. The way he captured Freddie Mercury. Oh, oh that was an excellent movie. Excellent. I didn't think I would like it. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. I really enjoyed Like, I went to enjoy the movie, but yes. I really enjoyed that movie. Oh, yeah. They did a really good job. Oh, yeah. You could really see the struggles. But even despite the struggles, they kept their eyes on the big picture and kept Queen together. Yeah. Which is why, like I said, to this day, mm -hmm. you could hear something. You could hear Freddie Mercury's voice, which is amazing. And you could still appreciate because of the work. That, and once again, the longevity. Yeah. That was inside of that. So definitely. I would say them. Um, now one that I'm curious to see is Rocket Man. I want to see how that was done. Oh yeah. That just came out I think last week or something. Right? Yep. Yeah. Elton John's story. Yes. So mm -hmm. I definitely want to see that one. So are we ready to talk about our music watch? Um, we're actually going to go into Sweet Nostalgia first. Oh, okay. Well, yes. That's our, yes. So we didn't, this is a new segment we just added today, guys. Yes. We didn't have it in our our first episode, but Sweet Nostalgia is a segment that we're going to just basically highlight one song or, or an album and talk about kind of what that, what memory we have, we have from our childhood or from our yes. younger years that that brings, you know, that brings to mind when we hear it. So I'm going to get started on the Sweet Nostalgia. Okay. My Sweet Nostalgia song, I mentioned Smokey Robinson, <laughs> the idea for a Smokey Robinson bi biopic earlier. Mm -hmm. So my Sweet Nostalgia song is by Smokey Robinson. Okay. And the memory that this song conjures up for me, and I kind of mentioned it in our first episode but not that I don't think I mentioned the song I might have mentioned the song but when I wake up on a Saturday morning it was time that was the days my mom usually would do my hair mm -hmm. and so I sit on the floor and she's on the couch and she's braiding my hair for the week and my dad would be sitting right across from us on the other side of the room at his stereo playing his music and getting his tape deck uh, playlists ready, you know, mm -hmm. recording different songs from albums onto the cassette tapes for mm -hmm. the car, for mm -hmm. car rides and stuff. So this particular song brings that specific memory to mind where my mom is doing my hair mm -hmm. and it was 
for a, a it was the first it's probably the reason why I'm such a hopeless romantic <laughs> because it was my first taste of a of a love song oh, okay. at a young age okay and I was like oh my gosh all I want to do is be with you so yeah if y'all didn't get it this is um by Smokey Robinson being with you And I can see what I kid you not. She can be in the middle of maybe cooking or something. If I put on some smoky, oh, she's gonna stop. <laughs> so he is one of her favorites. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's nice on the eyes, too. Oh, definitely. So, mm-hmm. mom, I hope you enjoyed that one. <laughs> you get to enjoy it again and again and again. So it's a gift that keeps on giving. There you, you know? go. There you go. That's music, though. Music is a gift that keeps on giving, right? Exactly. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Exactly. So, yeah, so that's my sweet nostalgia. For the day. That's why I'm romantic, I think. That's that's what I'm going to attribute that to. Because I swear that's like the first love song that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. So what about you, Rain? What's your sweet nostalgia for the day? Well, mine, of course, is going back to the purple one. Uh-oh. Um, I loved the mood of the song. I love kind of the stepping beat of the song. And it's part of when I really, really started enjoying Prince. And that is... Uptown from the Dirty Mind album. And if you guys remember that infamous photo, that infamous picture, it almost got me in trouble, y'all. But that's another story for another show. (laughs) But for me, one of my favorites is Uptown. That's one that always gets me moving and gets me going. 
my guitar right now. Yes, and I'm over here playing my drums. <laughs> loving it. Oh, my goodness. So, as you can see, it tells such a story. And, of course, this was the... Before he became the common cerebral prince. So, let's just make that clear. But, once again, prince is prince, no matter what. But, yeah, just the upbeat, the way it tells the story... And just the way it brings everything together, all that bouncing around and stuff like that. So I see why you got in trouble, Rain. <laughs> now, what Y'all, do you mean by that? What this do you album mean? cover? Yes, <laughs> Prince with his speedos on. Exactly. And bandana around his neck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I see why you. Yeah. <laughs> so, needless to say, I did. Rain. I did put that post up in my room, but I almost oh, got in trouble for it. Your room? Okay. So that's why I almost got in trouble. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, Prince Prince did a lot, did that for a lot of folk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. He was always on the edge, always, Absolutely. always crossing that line. Left no one disappointed. No, definitely never not. did, never did, for sure. Definitely not. So should we move on over to our music watch? We got our music watch. And okay. So I started off. Okay. Music watch, what we kind of, think that you guys should take a look at or watch a little show whether it's on tv or netflix or or hbo or whatever so my music watch for this episode for this month um it's about robert johnson who was an american blues singer songwriter and guitar player okay he's actually credited for being the reason a lot of blues players play the way they do and they learned a lot about playing the blues from him which is mm. something that I didn't know but the the Netflix it's on Netflix it's called Devil at the Crossroads and it's about Robert Johnson who they apparently thought initially he couldn't play the guitar mm. he played in a band or something but I he was he played the harmonica I believed but he didn't really know how to play the guitar mm. so he went away for like a year no one knew him no one saw him knew where he went he comes back Hmm. Gets on the stage wherever he was at whatever little joint he was in, and played the heck <laughs> out <laughs> of that guitar. Wow! And then I think it was like a, I don't want to, I don't want to misspeak, but it was like a, it wasn't like a six string, it was like a five string or something. It was a four string or something like that wow. versus a six string or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have to watch it. Go to Netflix and search "Devil at the Crossroads" by Robert, um, a Robert Johnson story. He and so anyway, he when he comes back after the year and he plays the, the hell out this guitar, people really thought he sold his soul to the devil because mm-hmm. he didn't know how to play worth of nothing mm-hmm. just a year before. Okay, and they think and they say the way that he was playing, ah, that short that year he wouldn't have been able to he shouldn't have been able to play that well in that short period of time. Mm. And so, um, yeah, it was a very interesting story. Very like seriously. And I don't think it was an hour long, guys. Like maybe 45, 50 minutes. He, there's not a lot no, known about him, so there was a lot of searching going on. And I think there's only two photos of him hmm. that are actually um, confirmed to be true photos of him. Wow. So there's just the information was very, very, um, sh- uh, there wasn't a lot of information. Hmm. So that's what makes the the show even more interesting when they when they talk about the things that they did learn about him and how he's just pioneered a lot of things for blues playing period hmm. which was very very he was he was he died at a young age he was I think 27 
but they talk about that too so you guys that's my music watch go to netflix please pull it up i'm still I'm telling you all this little extra information you get it just gives you more knowledge of where where the music came from and our past that wasn't really that long ago i think he died in like 1938 or something like this stuff just really happened when you when you think about it it wasn't True. wasn't years it wasn't that long ago so for those of you who are interested go check it out seriously Devil at the Crossroads. Oh, okay. Robert Johnson. Okay. Well, my music watch comes from Netflix as well. Those of you that are fans of the series, she's got to have it. Season 2 is here. Yay! Yeah. But one thing I want you guys to look at and notice is how Spike Lee infuses a lot of the music and a lot of the art. And one thing I like, and I know you mentioned this as well, Mache, mm -hmm. how when he plays a segment or when he plays a piece, you get a snapshot of the album yeah. that it comes from. And then he also has actual artists in a lot of the shows during the um, season two. So I really like the way that he fuses those things together. Yeah. But it's not just one genre of music. Mm -hmm. It's various. Um, he has some Tejano music there. Mm -hmm. He has some uh, Latin music. And, of course, he has jazz and he has R&B. He also has rock music. So it's just a fusion of a lot of it, and I think it's fantastic. Now, warning, you know, there are some pretty intense scenes, but of course, Nola, Nola Darling being Nola Darling, if you're familiar with the movie, yeah. Yeah. then you definitely know how she's so, Nola's not going to stop being Nola, but she does grow up a little bit, so I have to give credit for that, but we do explore a little bit more of that, mm -hmm. but definitely take a look at that, and as a matter of fact, there were a couple of CDs that I wanted to pull up on Spotify mm -hmm. just to hear the rest of that music, so yes. once again, I think he's using the platform as well to educate the people. <laughs> I believe, And I definitely agree, and um, so yeah, so Nola Darling, she show is a darling, Ooh, yes, and the show is grown folk show, yeah, so grown um, folk. you know, it's FYI. not worth watching kids kind of no, don't watch yeah, no, it's grown that. folk. It's grown folk stuff. Yes. <laughs> but um, but I really and and to to just piggyback mm -hmm. on you, Rain, what you said about how he showcases the song or the albums from every after every segment when he's played a particular song or different right. track. Mm -hmm. I really like that because a lot of times you know you're listening to. I, I've been in the movie theater and heard a song and shazammed it on my phone in the movie theater because I like the song so much. Mm -hmm. but what song is this? Who is this by? I never heard of it. But you don't have to do that when you watch She's Gotta Have It or or shows that do that. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's really I think that's a really good way to fuse every the music into everything. It's like okay, I'm not just playing music, y'all. I'm gonna show you who this is. I'm gonna show exactly. you what album it's on. Um, and and that's and so there's um. I really like that. I don't have to sit up there and be shazamming and trying to figure out who, what song is that. That song is really nice. That little track is really nice. He gives it straight to you right, right. after the, but after that scene is over and stuff, he pops yeah. up. There's a vision of a, um, I mean, there's a picture of the album. So you see the, you see the album itself. Cause you know, yes, you I do. can be one artist with 20 albums. Yeah. So he don't just tell you this is Mika Mache by this song. No. I mean, with this song. He tells you he goes, the album He tells from. you to the... He gives you a picture of the album so there is no question in your mind what you're looking for. Oh, absolutely. So, I really like that. So, yeah, that, that's a good one. Music Watch, she's got to have it. And yeah. I'll definitely watch the one you recommended as well. Yes, please, please do. Because I'm telling you, it was very interesting, the details that they say that I didn't mention because I really want you guys to go check it out. Ah, okay. Okay. So, Rain, I yes. think... Um, 
I think we are done for today on the Brown Sugar Express. I think the yeah, ride think is, is about over. Yep. I well, hope y'all have fun. Absolutely. Well, as always, we definitely want you guys to go to our page and answer the Brown Sugar question for the day. Like, um, who do you think ha- needs to have a biopic? Who do you think? Who would you like to see? Who would you be um, cu- um, curious about? Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think probably they did not cover well? And if you have a different opinion about the whole Bobby DeBarge thing, you can voice that as well. And before we end this express, I definitely want to give some shout outs as always yes. to, um, TFE, the Friday Express, and Devin Wade, Terry Franks, IDJ for the people, uh, Chili Bill Smith, who I know is definitely doing his thing. Um, let me see the record player social club. Michael Mathis Covington and James Music Man Fields. Thank you guys for your support as well. And I want to also give a shout out across the way to Mr. Chase Steven. Speaking mm-hmm. of biopics, mm-hmm. who is playing the older Marvin Gaye in Pride and Joy. Oh. And it will be coming to you. So that if you're in Detroit, go to that Fox Theater and see him. The boy's bad. I'm telling what? you right now. And if you're here in Houston, get ready. They will be here on the 26th. Oh. So of this month June, June. June. Okay. yes so just a shout out to all of them and of course a shout out to you as well Mache, well, thank you, because babe. man to be able to come here and enjoy ourselves and have fun with family yeah. it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing you show right you got to enjoy life honey you got to enjoy Absolutely. life and I got my few shout outs just to my family um, just my family and my friends and those who are supporting and listening to this show. I appreciate your support and we appreciate you get, you know, giving us your ear and just having fun with us. Cause that's what it's about. You got to enjoy life. Life is too short. Absolutely. So until next time, click play. Enjoy. enjoy.